calling all queens. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Keisha Joe, and you are tuned into another episode of the Thirty Girl Podcast. It's your girl T N O L, and we are doing something special for the month of June. Uh, the month of June is going to be dedicated to our fathers, our businessmen, um, and our thirty guys. Yes, finally. Finally, it's taken some years for us to get some men's on the podcast, but we are dedicating the entire month of June to the special men um, around the world. I want to say just in our lives, because there will be a couple of different men on the show this month. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's it's nice to give uh, the men a voice and hear what they have to say. We always talk about things that um concern uh the female embodiment so it's yes. going to be nice to hear from our men and see uh what they have to say so uh tune in listen to the episodes yes. and uh we are looking forward to hearing what they have to say i'm i'm definitely going to be tuned in to hear all the the um the fatherly advice that's going to be given yes. and their opinions on worldly things and the male perspective yes. and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. So stay tuned all month. Um, there will be random episodes with some amazing, amazing men, fathers, business owners, and we're just happy to give them the mic. Absolutely. So have fun, gentlemen, and enjoy taking over the 30 Girl Podcast. Yes. It's the takeover. Takeover. But give it back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Welcome to the 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 father takeover of the Thirty Girl Podcast. You know, it's the month of June. It's time for us to sit there and celebrate the dads that are out here in this world. Really, you know, making it work out for this for the families. You got this is Ray. This is Tia Noel's husband. Y'all probably heard some things about me a couple times. Hopefully, it was all good. And also the co-host. I got my right hand man. I got my big brother. Go ahead oh, and introduce man. yourself. Cheating <laughs> him. Hanging in here with my man Ray. Yeah, we'll get so, into it today. So, man, hopefully we got a few good topics. Maybe we had some fun, crack some couple jokes. You know, since it, I guess it'll be about the men today, we don't have to deal with all the quote-unquote woman topics, at least this month. It, it, it's our time to shine. I'm with that all day. All day. <laughs> all day. I, all right, so I guess a little brief introduction. You know, I know y'all heard me say this is my big brother, but when I say this has been my right-hand man for like the past, what's it been, like 21, 22 years? It's about 20, yeah, about 22 years. I think he was about, eight, about 18, 19, somewhere in there. Um, yeah. Oh, man, that good old Olive Garden days. Who would have who thought? <laughs> Time flies, I know. Try to get him to buy wine. Get this wine, this house wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look, my man just got married too. Congratulations oh. to you and your wonderful wife, Keisha. Man, thank I you, love you. everything y'all got going on. Thank you. It's almost, it's almost a year. I mean, the time is, is definitely flown by so fast. Um, it's one of those things we both enjoy. Like we enjoy it. I can honestly say, um, it was a good place for both of us as far as time in our lives that you can appreciate, like when you get something good. Right. And I know how the few times that I've been down there and always get to see y'all interact. I know we've had this conversation. I'm just like, you know, I love seeing how y'all like deal with each other. Like literally, I think I really believe like Keisha was like your perfect match 
It's like yeah. literally, especially to deal with who you are as a person too. Man, you know what? I, I'm not as I'm not as rough or hard as it seems. I mean, do I, I do I roll with like a certain standard or like I would carry myself, conduct myself, and what I expect? Yes, I do. I do. Um, but that'd be the same in a workplace. Like you can't go into a job and just expect to do whatever the hell you want and think you're still gonna stay employed. Right. Right. And I think most men should have certain level of standards physical uh how somebody deals with things uh, financially when you deal with another person you should right it is like and i've i've i hate to sit there and say it's like but you know for me you know i don't i only got but like a couple you know a handful of friends and the people i got it's like always feel like y'all got something that I could look up to y'all about, and, it, and it's not just because you like six foot six. Like, <laughs> hey, I, I think can I literally grew half an inch, man. I don't know. I might have seen you this age, man. man. It's the shoes. <laughs> what what did Groover say? Is it the shoes? Is it the shoes? <laughs> I think I got but a little taller. <laughs> but it's like, nah, for real. It's like, even though I've been married a couple years longer, mm-hmm. but it's like, I could see y'all marriage and how y'all deal with it, you know, how y'all able to handle each other and talk and crack jokes. It's like being able to see it is like, it's something I could look up to. And it's like, and I'm not saying I don't, I have this same thing with my marriage, but it's just nice, especially seeing, you know, my boys being able to sit here and get married and, and, and have wonderful marriages going. It's like, it's just like a, it's like a reinforcement. It's like, okay, I said, yeah, I can make my, I could definitely make my marriage work. And I mean, you know, it, it was rocky at the beginning, but it's like, we finally <laughs> got it together. True, 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 true. But you know what? That, that shows growth in the both of you guys. Like, you know, you both had to learn each other. And I mean, nobody's going to be this perfect thing that somebody already has built in their mind before you even walk into the relationship. Like, well, I'm perfect. Idea. Oh shit! Somebody pinch this man. He gotta be sleep. Wake him up. <laughs> Wake him up. Oh man, what if we always say, "Man, I'm the best thing since sliced bread." Oh man, you might be the end of the bread, man. <laughs> hey, sometimes I am an ass though, so I might as well be the butt. Yeah, you're the end of the bread. <laughs> The end of the bread might make a good bread pudding, though. Hey, hey, man, look, who you telling? Some people like the crust. Yeah, I'm one of them. I like the crust, too. Uh-huh. Look, you sit there, you get to that first end of the loaf of bread, man. You don't sit there and touch it until you get to the other end. So now your next sandwich ain't nothing but two cheeks. Ooh, I got one worse than that. Matter of fact, I'm going to say this for we get on another topic. Remind me about this, these loaves of bread. We're going to get on that. Okay. Definitely touch on that. All right, so I know people probably wonder what what are some of the topics we might have to discuss. You know, you know, as fathers, you know, and you you having junior, and I got well, I got a nine month old now. Lord Jesus, starting over. I don't know what I was thinking. Hey, you know what? Life. I think most people forget that your actual purpose is to procreate. Mm-hmm. You get hung up in money and well, I'm doing this for my career or. Uh, my education at the end of the day like people are the only ones that delay procreation yeah you know you know sister girl a whole handful though but it is <laughs> it, man it's nice though to sit there and be able to have like you know a wife 
you know, being married and, mm-hmm. and having a child together and, and not being out of wedlock and one of the, right. you know, if you're going to have to deal with drama or because Lord knows we we both know what I went through with the first. Yeah, 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 you're right. But, you, you know, it's reassuring to know, like, I have a wife. We have a, ch- you know, we both have our own kids and then we have one together. Right. It's like seeing how she even deals with, you know, her daughter's father. It's like, okay. I just know, like, if somehow something ever happened, you know, we you somehow God's green earth, we didn't make it. I know I'm not going to go through the BS again. Right. I might right, deal right. with a little attitudes and stuff, but I know how she's like, come get your kid. Right, right. Get him out the house. I, look, mama need to go out and have some drinks and have some fun. So, uh, yeah, he, he, here's your child. They'll be right on the doorstep when you pull up. I know, I know. Hey, look, you. Matter of fact, you you get you get a daddy of the year award, daddy of decade award because, like, you know, when you touch on Father's Day, I think a lot of times people don't realize, like, you don't have to be the actual biological father. You know, True. you can be a father figure to somebody else. You know, be active in their life, be a granddad or uncle or cousin, you know, maybe a neighbor that might, you know, take interest and show, you know, a young male or, you know, a young girl, like, hey, let me show you this or show you that. Um, I think a lot of times we get so hung up in the fact that, okay, yeah, it's fathers that are not there for whatever reasons, um, whether it be their own upbringing or, you know, just life. Baby and, mama. <laughs> you know what? That, that right there is one of the biggest driving forces that will keep you know, kids without having a dad. And yeah. also, not an excuse. It's not an excuse, though. It, you know, having you know a having a messed up baby mother is never an excuse. But it's almost like when she's like, I understand, though. It, you know what? It's 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 not an excuse. Sometimes you gotta look at how that initial relationship started. Like, what was the what was the basis for the two parties involved? Because you know, the guy it might just be a, a hump and dump thing. There really right. has no interest in that person. She just might look like, hey, you look appealing to XYZ and somewhere within the sheets, the fact that, hey, hold on, we got to do what we need to do to make sure this don't happen gets lost. Yeah. So, you know, if you never have any type of base, you know, with the person. Like you had nothing to fall back on. You ain't got nothing to fall back on. You just have a kid now in this world. But yeah. now you're trying to figure out what to do, you know, how to take care of it. Yeah, because like you could have a beautiful home, but if that foundation is some trash, your mm-hmm. home gonna fall apart. Oh, yeah, it's definitely gonna fall. You know, everything's st- you know everything's st- like you say. It starts with the base. It starts with the foundation. Like yeah. a strong home has a strong foundation. A strong car ha- has a strong base and a strong engine. Without that, you ain't got nothing. No, you don't. Or you trying to build. You trying to build a plane while you're in the air. That's what you see. <laughs> <laughs> you making modifications to the plane while it's in the air. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That might not be a good idea. Hey, but uh, it, it's crazy too, especially being at Father's Day, Father's Day month, because mm-hmm. I think we should be able to celebrate the month, not just the day. You know, oh, I know indeed. women have Mother's Day, but it's like women are. I've always felt like women are always celebrated. You know, as being moms. Right. But it's like, you know, for dads, it's like, you know, we get Father's Day and we really don't get a break because usually, you know, the women, the moms that sit there and go to the supermarket or where, or the or the butcher, right. get some ribs, some steaks and stuff like that. But guess who cooking? Dad. You know, we, we sweating out on the grill. It's supposed to be our day to relax. Like, honestly, they should have Father's Day. 
during football season, not in June. Yeah, I mean, you know what? June, June is cool, though, because you can get creative with June. It's still True. summertime. It's not as hot. So, you know, you can do trips. You can do certain things. Let's talk about Father's Day gifts. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it's the standard Father's Day gifts of a belt, a mug, a, a tie, <laughs> a meal. Like, come on now. Look, look, my Father's Day gifts has been stuff that I could cook for the family with. Everybody benefited. Off look, look, everybody benefited. I'm sitting there sweating and slaving. <laughs> don't get me wrong, though. I, man, look, I, don't get me wrong. I love the gifts. So, like, Tia got me my first smoker. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't for Father's Day, but Tia got me my Blackstone so I could work on, you know, my hibachi skills. Like, right. I definitely love the gifts. But, like, everybody else is enjoying Like, this is supposed to be my gift. And y'all enjoyed it. That's because you wanted to use it on Father's Day. True, 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 true. <laughs> but we're not so talking you, about that, though. You can't complain. We're we, we not talking about that. That's why you have to delegate, get everybody else to work. Hey, you cook this, you do this, you do that. It's my day. I'm going to relax. <laughs> That's Look, I got So what you say is I got to teach Tia how to smoke some foods and use the, uh, the Blackstone. Yeah, you find your little YouTube thing and you say, hey, look, take on your, uh, take on your uh, table of content. You ever need to refer back to this and give you all the information you need? Yeah, here you go. Yeah, I'll be upstairs sitting in my recliner. Oh, wait, the recliners are in the basement now. My bad. Her, her big old couch took my recliners away. Or better yet, you can just ask for a trip to Vegas. Hey, babe, uh, Father's Day next week. Why don't you book me a flight to Vegas? I can mm-hmm. hang with the fathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because y'all just got back from Miami for y'all Father's Day trip. Yeah, we did. You know what? That, that was something that was... Uh, can I put it? it? It was well needed, and considering I hadn't seen Jamari, I hadn't seen Jamari in about sixteen years. Last time and, I seen him, I think you were with me. We went to see Lord of the Rings, Rumble Mills. Uh huh. I think it was the third one, and like to see him now, you know, at, at seventeen, and it's like, man, this guy's like six three, six four, look just like his dad, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. wow, wow, this time flies. A little, probably just like his father, too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I mean, they say the apple don't fall far. Yeah, it don't. It don't. Today, he still has his mom. So these are the things you want to consider. But yeah, it's like, it's like seeing that. It's like, you know, you see dads hanging out with their kids. I remember, you know, when we worked at CSX, me and a couple of the guys, you know, me, Harvey, Al, AJ, like, we all used to meet up at, uh, well, back when it was Dave and Buster's, uh, not Dave and Buster's, when it was Jillian's up at Arundel Mill. So this tells you how long ago it was. But we used to meet up there with the kid, you know, with our sons, or, well, mm-hmm. AJ got a daughter, was like, you know, with our kids. Right, right. So it's like, you know, you see that as like personally, I was like, I know there's fathers that don't do their part. And people who are listening, don't get me wrong, I know there's deadbeat dads. I was like, but honestly, I don't know any. Like, all I know is amazing fathers that are either extremely active in their kids' lives or they got custody of their kids. Right, right. So it's like, I don't, per- I don't know if you know any, but personally, I don't know of a deadbeat father. Um, man, you got a good question. I, I don't think I do either. I might know the deadbeat mom. Hey, I do know probably, those. Which might equate to maybe the, the father not being as active well, you know, as involved as, you know, he probably could be. But a lot of times with, with men, a lot of times you don't want to be bothered with that type of conflict. And it's different for us 
you know, like, if she's going to be combative and it gets in any type of altercation, like, you automatically want to get locked up. You automatically want right. to be guilty as a male. I think a lot of times with some of the guys, they're kind of like, you know what, I just don't even want to deal with that, risk my livelihood, you know, knowing that I'm going to have to have an interaction or altercation with this person because they in their feelings. Yeah, because you got it at the... I mean, I hate to say, it, and then the only person who really suffers is the kids. But oh, yeah, the kids. at the same time, you gotta you gotta protect yourself, you know, as a man from harm too. And you know, I know, you know, you've had you got the Me Too movement from women, and you know, we I know we've had our conversations about you know domestic violence, and right. you know, you always got you know men beating on women, which ain't never right. But what never really gets talked about either is the abuse that men goes through with women. Uh, women beat men all day long. They tell you you're supposed to take it. The irony right. to that is, though, is if you take those same women that, is, that abuse the men, that they're supposed to take the abuse, and then you say, well, what if this was your son? Their whole tune changes. Change. What if the girl was beating on your son at 16 doing the exact same verbal abuse? You're just going to be more verbal, more verbal abuse to your son. Would you tell right. him to stay in a relationship? And I bet you 99% of the time, they tell, tell your son to leave. So why would you expect the guy you're dealing with to stay with you? Right. When, when you verbally abusing him or, or being physical and stuff like that, like, you know, just because I'm a man and I'm strong, don't make me no damn punching bag in that I got to put up with you. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to be cussing. I was like, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be. I don't have to put up with you with your shit I mean, you, just because I'm a man and I'm supposed to be strong and stuff like that. You don't, I was like, no, it's not about me putting up with your stuff. It's about you, you know, healing yourself. Yeah, you don't. And I mean, you know, how much can you take? You don't know what that man went through today while he was out in the street in the world. All mm-hmm. was wrong. And men are more reserved with what's going on. But you really don't know where his headspace is to, to be doing that to somebody, not knowing that they think about all the time you see this dog. The dog pretty much is, gets bullied all the time. And then that one day he turned around and bite the hell out of you. Now you're mad at the dog. You want to put the dog down. You want to kill him. But he's been consistently abused and taken. Right. And now all of a sudden you're playing the victim because the dog did what a dog does. Now he's the villain. He defended himself finally. You can't get mad if the pack did. Yeah, but, but you know, you know, in our case, you know, if we get tired and, you know, we take a couple licks and we finally hit back all of a sudden, she might cry wolf and, you know, call the police and, oh, he done hit me. Or tell her friends or, or try to get their cousins to jump you or some shit like that. It's like, you don't know. Like, y'all don't know what I've been going through. Not me personally, not in my marriage, but just speaking, you know, in general. It's like, you don't know what I've been going through for the past X amount of months. Like, and she finally, I finally reached my breaking point and I couldn't take it no more. Instead of, you know, I, I swung back or whatever. Now I'm the bad guy. But nobody wants to. You know, everybody talks about the reaction, but they never want to sit there and talk about the action that led to it. True. Like Stu, the bully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Definitely right about that. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, for, I think for men, especially the fathers, we got to take control of the Father's Day thing and, and, you know, make it a requirement that, you know, we get together as men. And I think once we start doing these type of things, like in mass, I think that changes the dynamics of the whole Father's Day, Mother's Day thing. And mothers, mothers gonna always have great Mother's Day because they spend. I mean, it's only natural that mothers spend more time with the children than fathers. 
<laughs> while we work and stuff like that. Right. While we work and, and usually mothers are more they have a more caring, more compassionate, more understanding. Like that's just their makeup. So they will spend more time with the kids um or the children. Yeah. And the good moms, and ladies that are listening, don't get me wrong. Y'all, all of y'all that are amazing moms, like y'all deserve all the credit that y'all get. So don't think like, you know, I'm bombing y'all out because we don't get that. We 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 get a pair of socks and a tie, but you know, having a newborn and seeing everything that Tia goes through and the wear and tear on her body is like, y'all that are amazing moms, y'all deserve all the credit y'all y'all get. We just wish we could get a little bit of that credit too, as dads, and not just a not just a pair of socks and a clean pair of gloves. <laughs> Look, especially a pair that you wouldn't even wear. Like, would, would you wear this? Would I pick this up normally if I was out shopping? No, I wouldn't. Look, 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 let Tia sit there and buy me a pair of socks. I ain't never gonna wear them because she's gonna snatch them out the dresser anyway and wear them for himself. Or... Oh man. <laughs> I was like, so how can I enjoy my stuff? Like when she was pregnant, cheating, but I tell you, oh, my clothes was under fire. Oh. Like I come home from work, she's sitting there wearing my Jordan shorts, she got my mm-hmm. boxers on, she got mm-hmm. my fitted t shirts on. I'm like, yo. You would stretch out my t-shirts. Wow. Y'all thought might have been more comfortable, though. That's what she said. They were. I said, well, go buy you some comfortable clothes. But they got your scent on it. You probably had some good colognes. I got cologne. It's on your clothes. Look, I got some Creed in the dresser. Just spray my Creed on it. You'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I got a little bit of time for it and stuff, too. Yes, I like to smell good, and I will pay money to smell good. Like, spray it on there. You'll be all right. Put my clothes away. True. Um, That's okay. You're in the same household. I was like, like, look, look, between her being being in her third trimester and and the two girls and me being the smart, it's like, yeah, I was like, am I fitted? Still going to (laughs) fit? You need a stash, man. You got to get some clothes and stash them in the shit. Hey, I was about to to sit there and get a, a one of them uh, chains off a freight engine and wrap it around my dresser so she can't open it. Hey, they'll find a way. <laughs> hey, look, man, she'll take one of her nails and pick that lock. They might bust it back open. That's like the thin piece of wood that's in the back of the dresser. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't have nothing, man. All, all, all my clothes is under fire from, from a foreign force. and They they take it over. I'm, I'm losing this battle. Yeah, I think you lost that yeah, I might, I might need some bigger guns in the house. I think you lost that one. Because, look, and they like, we going through their closet and dressing to wear their clothes. Like, you know what, honey? It's like, this bra feels really comfortable. Man, you better not. That's guy code. Exactly. <laughs> we don't touch our clothes. Don't touch ours. That's guy code. At the time, you only want to pick it up off the floor. You're like, hey, your girl's on the floor. Yeah, you look. <laughs> look, sit there, kick it with your foot. Look, look, the same thing I do when she asked me to get a purse. I am not picking up your damn purse. And you know what? I, I thought it was just me. Like, I have an issue with, especially like, oh, grab my keys on my purse. Nah, I think I'm going to grab it by the bottom of the purse. Hand it to you. You get your keys out. I'm not wanting your purse. <laughs> like, there are things in there that I just don't want to see that I know are probably in there. I just don't, I don't feel comfortable. And I don't want something to fall out that I really didn't want to see to fall out. So, no, hey. Look, man, look, man law. Yeah, that's that's, cool. that's mad law. We're we're cool with that. Yeah, like look, I I ain't holding your purse. Don't ask me to do it. 
I know you always be like, man, I'm a grown man. I ain't sitting there using no umbrella. Nah, you know what? I had a cousin tell me that uh, when I was young. I thought he was crazy. Then I began to really look. Once he said, I looked around. I was like, man, most men do not carry umbrellas. They, you know, pretty much unless they going to some crazy suited up event, you know, where they looking real, real. They not walking around with no umbrellas. They go right on about their business. Mm-hmm. If I get wet, I get wet. Get wet. Men like to get wet anyway. Hey, hey. That's what that's what she for. Uh huh. Man, it's only it's only natural. Yeah, yeah. Where where that juicy couture at? <laughs> Make it rain. You might have kids with this man. Huh? They might read between the lines and catch on to what you're talking about. Well, look, they, look. They say it's a thirty girl podcast. It better not be no kids on it. Listening. Thirty girl podcast. <laughs> so. Let's be talking about, let's see fathers. We can't talk about fathers without talking about the mothers and without talking about a male-female female relationship. So I'm going to give you what happened to me today. This just happened after we talked earlier. Um, I'm on my commute uh, to the office, and <laughs> I asked another coworker, you know, like, hey, um, pretty much what do you think about uh, Father's Day for the males, like the, the difference between the males and the females? And, you know, he gave me his input. So a young lady that wasn't even in the conversation, I wasn't even facing her decided to say, you know, so what, what are you just going to bash women? I'm like, well, hold up. Where'd you get that from? You're talking about Father's Day. First off. Second off, I wasn't even talking. I don't even know you. So she proceeds to carry on and pretty much almost insult me. And I think if I was somewhere else and I wasn't where I was at, the conversation would have went whole different direction. So then she decides to say, uh, well, I mean, do you do you date black women? And I guess the people that's listening, I'm African-American male. She was an African-American female. So now I want to be a smart ass and I proceed to tell her, uh, no, I don't date black women. So she said, oh, I figured that. And I said, well, actually, I don't date you guys because I'm married to one. Mm. Now, she's she stuck. It's crickets. But then it turns to, well, I don't believe you. Uh, what does she look like? But now, you know, to, to silence her, I proceed to show her a picture of me and my wife on wedding day. Then it turns to, well, uh, is she your beard? Never heard of the term in my life. Maybe I'm getting older. Oh, is she so, your what? Beard. Like on your chin, your beard. Okay. So... I had to actually look it up. And so now she's insulting me. Uh, pretty much, you're going to insinuate that I'm going to bash women. One. Two, you're going to insinuate that I don't even date my own people. Three, then you say beard. I have to look that up. And pretty much a beard is a guy that's married that's gay. Okay, yeah. I'm. This is something I'm learning because I, I didn't, never heard of this. Never heard this in my life. So so now I'm sitting here and I say, you know what? I said, right now your conversation is pretty much showing what type of person you are. That somebody you don't know, have no clue with who he is, that you can come out the mouth with all this crazy stuff, you know, from nowhere. No reason, no anything. So I proceed to say, well, what, uh, how, uh, how does your, what is your husband? Is he a beard? I don't have one. Hmm. About your boyfriend? Well, I'm uh, I don't have one of those either. But I'm dating multiple people. 
Hmm. So I said, really, you're not dating most people. You're probably pump and dump. They probably or try to get free meals out of it, as I said there and say. Man, Ray, I'm looking at this lady. They probably do not want her. And I wanted to go into body positivity because that's a whole new topic. And I'm just looking at her. I'm like, you know what? You're just one of those ladies that can't compete with other women with a better look, a better personality, uh, um, in better shape. I think she, she might have weighed more than me. Ooh. Oh, dang. Hey, hey, and the people that's listening at 6'6", six, six, you got to know, this guy don't have some weight on him. So... Yeah, cause, cause you, you, nah, I should say he ain't fat, but you ain't, you like, you built like Jordan. I'm two fifty, two fifty. Um, that really just blew me away. I'm like, wow, like this is this is the extent that this lady decides she wants to come out the mouth to come to somebody that you do not know, you do not know where his head is at, what's going on, to say, hey, uh, let me throw all this stuff at you. Now, it made me wonder, like, is she throwing all this stuff at me? Because maybe she's still, uh, she looks at the world as a child. Remember you was a kid, and you would go maybe bully the little girl that you actually like? Yeah. But then I'm thinking, I'm like, you don't went too far left to, to, to come in with all this stuff. So now you can say, hey, okay, well, I'm going to try this. Maybe I did, like, since he's married, I know I can't get him. And I'd have seen his wife. I know I can't compete with his wife based on looks. Now I'm gonna throw another curveball at him. And say you might be gay. Yeah, you might be gay. It look, it it almost sounds like I know me and Tia had a conversation about this, but it's just like, you know, I could help like if we beef, mm-hmm. it's like I could help fix the things that I do wrong. Like right. I could work on myself. Right. But what I can't do is fix the imaginary things you create in your head. True. True. And it's almost like, you know, it's I know it's like, it's not really apples to oranges, but it's like, with what she did, she heard y'all talk for what, like a minute or two, maybe three. Right, it wasn't even a minute. We only talked about it probably for about 20 seconds. Right. And fabricated this whole idea that she had of you inside inside of her head. It's like, I can't I can't work with that. Like you basically, well, you said like a 20, 30 second conversation and you basing the fact that I don't date black women or I must be gay or <laughs> I, well, I'm married, but you know, I might be, you know, down low in the closet. Like really? That's the best you can come up with. But then, you know what? It's times where it goes to show that if people lives aren't where they probably think it should be. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, well, let me try to bring somebody else in. Right. You know, misery loves company. Misery loves company. End of the day, like I told her, you know, in my departure, I was like, well, you know what? Uh, maybe we'll have this conversation in five years and we'll see uh, where you are in your life. So then she said, well, what does that mean? I said, well, I'm pretty much telling you, ain't nothing going to change in your life. It'll probably stay exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Everything from the look to the attitude to the ring finger to everything. Hey, look. So, I look forward to it. Hey, she's a coworker, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like what's funny is like I was just talking with, you know, my sister-in-law, Mimi, well, and Tia was up there. 
And, you know, they was talking about, you know, people who are miserable and bashing men and stuff like that. But then they ain't much to look at. I'm like, it's real funny how, you know, you sit there and see, like, some of these women, like, we looked at as, like, when we was just like, oh, wow, she's cute. She's beautiful. Got a banging body, blah, 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 blah. But we get to know them and they miserable. Yeah. And it's like, you see them, like, a few years later and it's just like, they look horrible. So what happened to you? Look, like, like look, your, your, your mentality, you know, how you are, it's starting to show at, it's starting to show on the outside. Like you was already ugly on the inside, but goddamn, you look horrible on the outside now. But you know what? Those are people you leave alone. And I, I, I hate to say it, I think the world will show you that usually they get left alone. Like the they, they do. They want, they don't get you want the husband, you don't get it. If you want, you know, people to treat you a certain way because you're not projecting that, those, those things are reflected. And it, it, you deal with. And it usually they, it's usually them females always talk about ain't no good men. All men in, are dogs. Men ain't they, shit. No, they, way too, they way too late in the game. Look, look, choose better men, sis. They wait, they, no, they can't because the better men don't want them. True. It's and look. It's either that. Or there could be better men that go after them, but the better men usually get curved because, you know, we're too nice or, you know, there, there's always some flaw with, you know, the nice guys that gets, you know, blown out of proportion. Man, I think the nice guys should wait. That's your ammo. That's your armor. Mm-hmm. More somebody, more they reject you, just wait. Wait your time, wait your time, wait your time. You okay, look. Look, because if if you a good dude and you get rejected, that wasn't the one for you. Nah, well, you know what? You get to laugh later because I mean, we in the same age group, and I got plenty of male friends in the same age group, and I think most males once you get into like thirty five, let's say thirties, thirties to forty five range, like the recycled phone calls and text messages you get from like years passed on by, or even the uh, social media hit ups. Hey, how you doing? I'm just saying how you doing. I thought about you. Right right there, let me know that whatever you planned in life, when you decided to dismiss me, did not work. And you <laughs> want to try again. Look, I remember somebody, and funny you bring up social media. I remember somebody hit me up a few years ago. was like, oh, man, you know, you just ran across my mind, and I was thinking about you. And I, petty-ass Ray, that they looked at her pictures is like, well, bitch, next time I run across your mind, let me keep running. Because <laughs> I was like, God damn. It was like, what happened? <laughs> so I felt like Martin from, uh, oh, God, what was it? It was, uh, um, oh, shoot, when he was the jewel thief. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Dave Blue? Chappelle was in it. Was it Blue? Blue Street. Blue Street. Yeah. It was Blue Street. Remember when he showed up? He was showed up to his girl's house and um, uh, who was it? Was it Tamla? I don't think it was Tamla Jones, but the um, the girl from uh, it might have been Tamla. Was it Tamla? I think it was. I think it was, but I forgot. Her sister answered the phone. He's like, "God damn!" He's like, "You know, back in the day, it used to be plickety plow, plickety plow. Now it's just like boom." <laughs> And that's how I felt when I saw a picture. I was like, 
Hey, uh, next time I run across your mind, let me keep running. Ray, we can't we can't roast them on Father's Day. We gotta leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole weight thing is a that's that's a cata <laughs> cataclysmic <laughs> event going on right now, man. It's, it's, Ray, when I say it's out of control, I, I know a lot of people have touched on the bonnets being in Miami these last couple of days and you know you being in different places. That's out of control, but like that weight thing, that's totally out of control. Yeah, people hate that you talk about it, but um, they have to realize that like you really reduce the chance of who you can pair up with with the weight. So if you want to have a man to celebrate on Father's Day, you pretty much are screwing yourself. Right. It's like, and you know, we get older. It's like, I'm not as fit as I was when I first met Tia, but I haven't let myself go. You don't look like an upside down tooth either. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Let's be straight up. There's people walking around that do that to themselves. Then you get mad, and they'll be the main ones that say stupid stuff like what happened today. And they want to say, oh, these men are trash and this, this, and this. And I'm like, let's not talk about trash. Last time I took a trash bag out the house, you kind of look like the trash bag. Mm. Fool. And it's like, as men, we're very visual. Oh, man, extremely. So, extremely. They, I mean, you know, yes, you know, uh, well, women, a wonderful personality is a great thing. But we don't get to know your personality right away. We see if you're cute or not. Or if we find you attractive or whatever, I mean that's what that's what garners our attention. And women can't say it's any different because you ain't gonna sit there and let no ugly dude walk up to you and, and try to rat you. Like, ugh. You know what? Nope, nope, nope. I disagree. They let an ugly dude talk to him because they know he got a lot of money. Money make any unattractive guy true. Look way better. Hey, true, true. Way better. They'll look right past that. Like, hey, this guy he's thousands of dollars a day. Girl, I can go and grab him. I'm cool with that. Right. But it's like, you know, that personality, like, you know, for me, it's like, yes, I'm visual. The first thing I saw with my my wife was her looks. And mm. if she was ugly, she wouldn't have got my attention. I will be honest about it. But if she was busted, nah, you, you wouldn't get five seconds out of my day. Let's say but, busted to you because, you know, somebody else might, somebody find, else might find her beautiful right. where right. I don't. It just for for my for my personal taste, but fortunately, I think my wife is beautiful. But it's like getting to you know getting to know her. I was like, you know, my first you know thoughts about her aren't what I got to know. Like I thought, well, she is kind of loud, so I can't sit there. <laughs> she she definitely is loud, but it was like I remember like I always thought she was like you know loud, a little hood. I don't want to say ghetto because I don't want to. Or anything, but thought she was, you know, a little hood. And getting to know, I remember she was telling me about a social girl club that her and the other host for the Thirty Girl podcast, Keisha. Uh, I think it was who was Jessica and Toya. And I forgot who else was in it, but they had the social club. But you know, they used to throw parties and skate parties and stuff like that. But Tia was telling me like, yeah, we used to do that. But we used to sit there and go down to, I think it was social services somewhere and find out, you know, who's struggling during the holidays, like Thanksgiving. And they, like, used to bring, like, turkeys and Thanksgiving food to people's houses, you know, with the proceeds from the party. So I was like, oh, damn. It was like, I remember when she was telling me it was driving through Southern Maryland. And she was showing me one of the spots. And when she was telling me the story, it was like, I was stuck. It was like, 
wait, y'all did this? Like, I, I had no clue. It was like, I know it sounds kind of simpish, I guess you could say. Like, <laughs> I was like, I fell in love with my wife all over again. Because, like, why are you not just loud? La- I mean, you're loud, but it's like, you really do, like, you, like, you was doing, like, a lot of positive stuff. I was like, right, right. I was like damn. I said, like, okay. Yeah. I said, like, all right. I said, like, I can keep you around for a little bit longer. But that showed, that showed a quality person. Like you said, it all started off with the look. And you had to take time to really, you know what I'm saying, dissect those layers of their personality. Say, oh, wow. Like, okay. This is better than I, I thought. Right, right. I just thought you was cute. <laughs> just loud. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know we've talked about social media a little bit. I know you got to get ready for work soon. So, I guess we try to make this a little quick. But uh, let's get back to the Father's Day part, man. What are we going to do for the Father's Day? We got to get the guys together. I mean, we could probably set something up for next year. Father's yeah. Day appreciation. You know, take a couple of days, go somewhere, take the kids somewhere, or, you know, rent out a space, go to the skate rink. Something, you know, something crazy. Right. Golden Alley, something. Um, we, you know what? We could do it how the ladies do had banners, everything. Mm-hmm. Enough people see it, other guys will start to say, you know what? I thought that was kind of cool. Right. I, I think I think that'll be fun. I mean, I wouldn't mind traveling. I, I do want to be able to sit there and get out and do some things, but even somebody, like you said, something as simple as just like, you know, running out of skating rink or something would definitely be fun and getting all the dads and yeah, you know, out there. Of course, I'm pretty sure the moms would be coming to that too, especially since Tia liked to skate. If we did that, but that would be an amazing thing just for appreciation for the dads that don't get the credit that we really deserve. True. True. And you know, just putting it out there is like there are great and amazing fathers out here. It's just you get a few bad apples, and they just you know, they, they're the ones that take over and get all the publicity. But like like we said, like I don't really know of bad any bad deadbeat fathers. I mean, even the ones that are, even the ones that are, you know, are great. I mean, we know people that have their dads. They got good dads, and they don't even appreciate their dads. You know, you right. sit and say, dang, man, I wish I had a dad like yours. You know, you don't even appreciate your dad. Right, because look, mine, mine was amazing. Like, you know, I know some people say, like, you stop, you know, some people feel like you stop being a parent, you know, once your kid is 18 or, or moves uh, out and stuff like that. I was like, but nah, you're never done being a you parent. You never stop. Yeah, you never stop. My dad has never stopped being an amazing father. And, you know, while my mom was here, yes, my mom was an amazing mother. We we had our battles, but, you know, my mom was amazing. It's like, it's, but my dad, I always felt like I was, like, really a daddy's boy. Mm. I was like, I always felt like I cling to my father, but it's like, you know, we're like, just alike. I have this sarcasm and sense of humor, but I got my mother's personality where I will snap in a heartbeat. <laughs> that pit bull personality. Don't oh, over that fence. That's what that boy, that boy alone. <laughs> <laughs> you see that beware dog uh, poster on the fence? Yeah, don't come over here. Don't come with your BS. Yeah, don't come with that foolishness. You ain't gonna like the outcome. I think definitely this will start a movement, you know, for father appreciation. Um, and even if, you know, for the people that don't have good fathers, I'm quite sure they know somebody that has a good father that, you know, you might look up to or anything. It's okay right. to drop a, at least a phone call. 
right. you know, some type of recognition to say, hey, you know what, I know you're not my dad, but I see how you, you know, you dealt with my friend or my, my partner or something, and I just want to let you know, I appreciate, you know, you for being a dad to that person. Because that yeah. helps our relationships, even though that's not your dad. Yeah, because I, I, I know I know how I was like, I'm out of the majority of my friends, I'm like, I'm one of the few ones that still has their parents together. Right, right. Or, well, other than death, you know, last year with mom. But I was like, one of the few is like everybody's parents was either di- usually divorced or they might not have had their dad. But I always felt like for you, it was like, it seemed like Wayne really like stepped into that role and was like, you know, the man, you know, the, the, the father-like figure of your life. Oh, so so when it came to that, I I got to rewind the clock on that one and touch on the fact that I had to tell my mom the other day that I really appreciate her for because she never like, coddled me and locked me in up under her. And she always told me, she was like, you know, I knew I could raise you to be a man. So I made sure I had you around men that I trusted to instill certain things in you, you know, that I didn't know anything about. Right. Really started with my grandfather. And luckily, we live right next door to each other. And Mm -hmm. I would spend time with him all the time. And then my godfather, he would come get me usually every other weekend. And then I think once they hit that that teenage drive, when Wayne was starting to slow down with the military and I'd be gone in Japan and all these other places, that's when he really kicked in the gear. Right. And like I was saying earlier, how like a lot of times it might not have to be the actual biological father, it's a fatherly figure. It takes time to steal certain values and, you know, just life lessons into the child. Yeah, well, what's that? It takes a village. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Definitely does. Definitely does. Um, actually, I might have to call him so we can do something for Father's Day. I'm sure his daughter probably got, like, had something lined up for yeah, we'll we'll be up in the mountains with the family for Father's Day for for me and pops to be up here. So we'll all be up, you know, up in the mountains for the week. You going shine door? Yeah. Oh. You know, the family camping trip that Tia didn't want to do because she thought we was gonna be dirty on the side of a mountain eating beans out of a can. Then she got up there, stayed a couple <laughs> days. She's like, would she be mad if I said I didn't want to leave? What you want to do, glamping? Yeah, well, yeah, that's what that's what my family do. We don't camp, we glamp. Oh, y'all glamping? Oh, man, you supposed I to camping, man. Man, I ain't sleeping in no tent. I was in Boy Scouts already. I ain't doing that tent stuff no more. I'm Me done. too. I'm, in Boy- I'm going to get in the tent. Today. I just was looking at one last night. I'm going to get in the tent. i go out camping. Like, yeah. Little cheesy boy. You're going to get out here and be good. Yeah. Look, and we could probably set something like that up for Father's Day next year. Alright, well look, look, I cut it short because I hear that speakers over there at Union Station going off. <laughs> I think I tell everybody my location I have people looking for me. <laughs> Only person that should be looking for you is your wife. Hey, look, that mad co-worker. <laughs> Cheaty, you say right? Cheaty. All right, yo, you have a safe trip. And uh, all right, for all of y'all that are listening, you know, I've been thinking like I would love to do like a live video. If y'all really want to see us cut up a, on a live video and and ask us live questions that we could answer, please reach out to Tia and, and, 
and Keisha Joe and let them know if y'all would like to see us live, we'll do a live podcast. And we maybe we'll have the women on this as well, too, so we could really have some fun. Yeah, we need to chime in on this. I know they're going to have questions they want to ask. Right on yeah. in this, right on in that. Like, don't ask the ladies, ask the men. Exactly. Here, look, hear it from horse's mouth. Well, all right. So that, I guess this will conclude our show for today. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And keep listening to the the 30 Girl Podcast Father's Day Takeover because it's about the dads this month. This is fun. <laughs> all right, yo, you be safe. All right, now you too. Later. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us and leave a review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and recently we just were added to iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening and be sure to tune in each and every Thursday at 9 p.m.